This is We Are Netflix. Netflix employees talking about work and life at Netflix. How are you coping with being a working parent right now? So, um, being a working parent anywhere is hard. It's a lot more things to juggle, right? So, I think we must all acknowledge that it's a lot of balls in the air at any given point in time, and it's chaotic because you're responsible to fundamentally shape another being. It's an everyday juggle to be a parent and a working parent. That was Shilpa Singh, director of marketing partnerships for Netflix in India. I'm Lyle Troxel. Today on this episode of We Are Netflix, what it's like being a working parent at Netflix. I spoke with several of my colleagues who, like me, balance our jobs with taking care of our families. On some days, Netflix will be the priority. On some other days, my daughter will be the priority. And that is what it is. And that's how you keep it going. You don't sort of plan it or sort of paint with a very broad brush, right? So I've been a parent when I worked at my previous job as well. And I find it much more liberating to be a parent at Netflix because I can, I have the room to decide. So I have the room to decide if I want to switch priorities for a day. I have the room to tweak my day to suit my purpose. So a lot of us parents at Netflix, for instance, end our days early at that 4 5 p.m. mark because we all have to pick our kids up. We all have to play with our kids, like uh, get feed them dinner, put them to bed, all of those things, right? And a lot of us prefer to dial back in for a couple of hours after they're put to bed. And this isn't a conversation I need to have with anybody at Netflix. So I get to decide, make my day the way that it works best for me and helps me be the most effective. And that's liberating because it's one less thing for me to worry about. Yeah, I do that same thing as a parent. You know, Mm -hmm. after we've had our dinners and stuff, I go ahead and spend another hour finishing things up and it... It allows me to put in a full day, but do it in a way that matches my family. I, I totally, I hadn't really thought that about how I do that, but exactly. Yeah. You're in the driver's seat and get to decide and sort of design this in a way that works best for you. And that is truly a gift. My daughter's in first grade. That's Gina Rodriguez, product designer within the Netflix studio product organization. She also said that flexible schedules helped make her job as a working parent possible. Like, okay, I'm going to work these hours while she's not in school. And when she is in school, I'm going to, you know, just be on Slack and like really have to constantly recalibrate and, you know, figure out what's going to work because day to day it's, it's really never the same. And I think, you know, having the ability to have this flexible schedule to know that like my team can really respond and react to the shifts that I have has been incredibly helpful. All the parents I spoke with pointed out flexibility as a strong point to the workplace culture at Netflix. Here's software engineering manager Ryan Burgess. It was the point where my wife and I were working half time. She has a ton of meetings. I have a ton of meetings. We were trying to scramble to like, how do we split our days up? And the team was very respectable of like, hey, like he's got a child block for four hours. And that's like nobody bothered me during that time. And we were able to switch off and manage that time. And even to the point where, yeah, I was probably working some points in the evening, 
but that wasn't expected. It, and I don't think it could be like, I would burn out really quickly. I tried really hard not to do extra work, but it was just some things I wanted to still do that I kind of missed out on something and wanted to catch up on. Gina, do you put blocks on your calendar that says I can't work during this time because you're working with your, your daughter? Yes, I do. I have every morning from like a two hour block because that's when she's on school over Zoom and people know, you know, don't, Gina can't attend a meeting during that block. So let's, you know, find a better time if we need her there. And I, I'm really appreciative. The same thing that Ryan mentioned that the teams are doing everything they can to help support us. And in terms of calendar and like managing all of that, I've never felt like, oh, I have to, you know, be here at this certain time. We've really worked, especially being remote now on how to get as much done without meeting more. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gina, do you, do you get why Netflix does it this way? Does it make sense to you? Yeah. Cause it's the human thing to do. And I, I, I feel like uh, with a lot of stuff that the company does, it's like very, you know, people centric, like how do we take care of the people that are here? And I, f I felt that as a parent, like uh, that I was taken care of, that I was really like care and concern sh uh, shown for me. And I think like, that's just, what more can you ask for? Ryan, do you have anything to add to that? Oh, absolutely. I think about it too, is it allowed us to still do our best work, right? Like when I was in that block of work, I know it was shorter, but I was able to just like focus on work and not feel guilty. And you know, it, it, that's a huge thing is like, I mean, the guilt was probably still there a little bit, but um, I knew that people weren't judging me being like, oh, he's not picking up his work or, you know, whatever it is is everyone was really thoughtful around that. And which I think I still was able to do a lot in that little amount of time because I didn't have this like guilt or cognitive load of like thinking about like, oh, I'm not delivering. I'm you know worried about getting let go or any of that. It was like just being open and honest and communicating those aspects is, is what it was. Did you have your child while you were an employee at Netflix? Yeah, yeah. So I was probably an employee for a year or two uh, before having a child. And so had my child while being at Netflix and was, you know, used the parental leave. And funny enough is my wife actually works at Netflix too. And so she had joined when I, I, I want to say she was roughly like six months pregnant. And I remember that was always like a fear for her. Like I'd been there for two years and she was, she's like, oh, like, you know, maybe they're not going to offer me the job. I was like, no, no, just be transparent upfront with it. Like they're not going to care. They're going to be like, okay, cool. Like let's get you started. And then you'll go on parental leave and, you know, and, and of course that's how it played out. Um, so yeah, I'm very familiar with having a child going through the parental leave at Netflix. And how much time did you take off for parental leave? I believe it was, uh, I'd planned to do three months and ended up doing just over three. It was like three and a half, maybe three, three, almost four, mainly because my son decided he should come early and he came three weeks early. And so I was in a bit of a panic. I feel like I had things buttoned up in a decent enough spot, but I remember thinking, I'm like, oh my goodness, I've, I've, I've got to go. I like messaged my manager. I think it was on like a Sunday. No, yeah, it was like early morning Sunday that my son decided to come. And so I'm messaging him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be coming back to work. And luckily I had things in a good spot, which I was happy to hear. So... <laughs> Were you an IC at the time, Ryan? I was a manager. I joined Netflix as a manager. So I think, mm -hmm. yeah, my entire time at Netflix, I've been a manager. So that was unique too, is like, how do I make sure that my team is set up for success while I'm on leave? 
And funny enough, you're catching me at a point where I could be leaving on parental leave while we're talking. Uh, my second is due in a week, so or it could be sooner because we all know babies don't really follow those timelines, so it could even be sooner. So the same thing, I'm in this space where I'm working to set my team up for success, make sure that I've buttoned things up, and then as well as like making sure that my director can cover for while I'm away and, and make sure that I'm not leaving everything on her plate. Some of the people I spoke with pointed out that the accommodating and flexible work environment we have here at Netflix is not always the norm at other companies. So my name's Elizabeth Sterling. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a contingent talent coordinator based in Los Gatos, and I've been here for almost four years, but officially as a full-time staying colleague for almost two years. So at a previous company, I found out I was pregnant. And after I had my baby, I was on leave for maybe about five weeks. And they said, you know what? We actually can't be paying you to be on leave. So we're going to have to end your assignment. And I sat there and I was like, I think that's illegal. Yeah. But (laughs) I, you know, I was a new parent. I officially had two kids. I was exhausted. I was like, okay. You had other things to worry about. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, okay. And then literally the next day, somebody else from a different team was like, hey, I heard she let you go. I want you to join our team, but I need you to come back next week. And I was like, my, I just had my kid. Like, he's barely turning six weeks. And they're like, hmm, yeah, but that's just kind of what we do. So, like. If you could come back, great. If not, and I was like, okay, like, I guess I'm going to come back. You know, like, I need income. I now have two kids. (laughs) Elizabeth started her career at Netflix as a contractor before becoming a full-time employee. This is actually kind of uncommon at Netflix, so she could have fit into the last episode about uncommon career paths at Netflix. In any case, while she was converting from a contractor to a full-time employee, she became pregnant with a third child. And... I remember telling my manager, and I had wanted to wait because early pregnancies, you know, you kind of get scared of sharing the news in case anything unfortunate happens. But my manager was going to be traveling for a few weeks, and I didn't want to have this conversation over VC. Mm -hmm. So I set up time with him, and I was so nervous. I, like my face, like I had tears in my eyes, and he was like, what's wrong? Are you okay? I was like, "I'm, I'm okay. And he was like, are you sure? Are you? do you like do you what's going on like he didn't know what to ask or how to approach me and I was like I'm pregnant and like tears are coming down and he was like that's great I'm so excited for you and I was like are you sure (laughs) (laughs) oh wow so you really had I mean this this other experience had left you in the space where you're not sure what's gonna happen what was going through your mind like what why was it so scary it was so scary because you know at my previous experiences it was like well that doesn't you know kind of go and that doesn't coincide with work like that doesn't coincide with the business and what the business needs and yeah. here it was it his automatic reaction was like you know do you know what you're having and you know when are you like all of just like he was just so all the human excited. reactions to the qu- yeah <laughs> yes. and i was like and then he was like but why are you crying i was like i don't know i'm pregnant i just <laughs> i was scared i don't know <laughs> So just his reaction, like he was so excited. He was like, well, let me know how I can support you. Let me know what you need. You know, let me know when you plan on going out on leave so we can start looking for somebody to cover you and you can train. And I was like, okay. okay." (laughs) (laughs) So what what does that look like for for an expecting parent? 
when your manager says, you know, let me know what your plans are. What, what, that seems like a different than how traditionally we think about people taking leave for parental. Yeah, honestly, it's such like a sigh of relief. It's it, it's it doesn't make your journey as stressful, you know, because becoming a parent, you have to find the hospital, you have to, you know, find a doctor, you have to, you know, there's all of these different aspects. If you have more than one kid, you know, and it's not your first time, you have to find out who's going to be taking care of your other child or your other responsibilities while, you know, you go into the hospital and after you have the baby. And it just, it was just one less thing to necessarily worry about. It was one thing that I was like, okay, this is something that I'm more so in control and let me tell you how you can help and this is kind of what I need. This is what I'm looking at. And it's you creating that conversation. It's you starting the foundation of that conversation versus your manager coming up to you and saying, okay, well, this is the deadline. This is what I need. You know, it was, it was you taking that ownership, which was great. It was, it was what I needed. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until after the fact. What do you mean? Meaning you know, like I've had, you know, I had two other kids before this. And so with those two other kids, one of the experiences I just talked about, it was, it was different, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very different. Yeah. Um, You're not going to work here anymore. Thank you very much. It's yeah. pretty different. <laughs> then how can we help? <laughs> exactly. Very, very yeah. different. Um, and the one before that, I was interviewing folks, you know, to be my leave. But it was also like I had a checklist of things to get done before I went out on leave. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, you're going to go out on leave. Okay, make sure this is done and this is done. And, you know, it became really stressful. Yeah. Um, where here it was like, like I said, it was not like that. It was my manager of how can I help you? Like, how can I support you? What do you need? And it was like, we'll get somebody, you know, for you to train. If you could train them, great. If not, we'll find other folks. How, so, and, and I didn't know about our possibly pulling in contingent work to kind of backfill for people when, when necessary. It sounds like that would also happen. Oddly, part of your job is finding those people. So you were able to find a temporary replacement for yourself. Is that, I'm assuming that's not very common in Netflix or, or is it? No, it is. So oftentimes when folks are going out on leave, we will get requests of like, hey, this person's going out. I need somebody to jump in and assist, you know, on whatever it is. We've had engineers who go out and they're like, hey, we need somebody who has Python experience or Jira experience. Like they don't need to necessarily need to take on all of the responsibilities that that individual was doing, but it'd be great if they can help assist with, you know, these certain aspects of their role. Okay, so you get past that hurdle and find out that you're going to get support, which is great. You get hired. You start kind of clarifying maybe somebody to fill in for you. How mm-hmm. long did you take uh, to be for your third child to be away from the office? And did you do it in one block or are you doing it in multiple blocks? How's it worked for you? Yeah, so I actually had to go on leave early unexpectedly. And so that, including that, I was out for about eight months. I went out about two months before I had him and was put on bed rest. And then after that, I was home with him for six months straight. Well, so there's nobody in your direct team doing the same thing you're doing. But across Netflix, there are a lot of parents. Are you finding other people around the office that you can, you know, collaborate with and chat with and figure out ideas with? Yeah. So the parent ERG is one of them. So That's I, the employee research group? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Parent Employee Resource Group. I am actually the lead for our Los Gatos chapter. 
And what we did, so I became the lead when I came back from mat leave. Mm -hmm. So for a few months already. And what we do is we created a monthly sync. And at first it was like really just informational, like, hey, FYI, like here's upcoming programming and things going on. And then at the end of it, we would leave a couple of minutes for folks to kind of just share what's on their mind, you know, ask questions or whatever the case is. And then we realized we were running out of time. So I was like, okay, let's switch things up. So our last sync that we actually just had a few weeks ago, it was, you know what? Scratch all of the programming updates. Let's just chat. Let's just talk and communicate and, you know, share thoughts. The initial topic was, what is everybody going to do about summer? You know, summer break's coming up. There's camps. It's hard to find camps because a lot of them are filled. Daycare, like how are you going to keep your kids busy? That's how the conversation started. And it ended with, you know, somebody was, somebody had shared, I don't want to share too much because it wasn't recorded. I'm just going to say a lot of folks just kind of shared different experiences and, you know, and kind of like struggles that they're going through. They even shared, you know, some joyous moments. But that is one of the great things about the parent resource group is that there is that community. There are other families. There are other parents out there who are sharing what they're going through, you know, and if you need an ear or if you need a suggestion or you just want to ask a question, there is that community. We even have like a Slack channel. We have a distribution list, a DL. So it's not just in meetings. It's folks that are also, you know, asking a question in a chat and things like that. What do you get out of that group for yourself? I get my community. I'm part of like a few other employee resource groups here in Netflix. And while I was a part of them because I was like, oh, like, that's me. I am Latina. I'm, I'm half Brazilian. Like, that's me. I'm going to join this one. I'm going to join that one. But it wasn't until the parent where I was like, this is the one that I actually identify with. I have not only been, you know, a parent to three kids, but I've been a caregiver as well. So our parent resource group isn't necessarily just for parents. It's for caregivers as well. So um, when my grandma was alive, I was her caregiver. I would help, you know, take care of her. I would help make her appointments, get her medicine, you know, clean her house, cook her food. I would kind of help with like all of those aspects too. I have been a guardian, you know, to other kids that were not mine. So it's, it's, our group is not just for parents, which is one of the other things that's just so amazing about it. It's if you need support as a caregiver in any aspect, this is the group. This is for you. The Parenting Employee Resource Group also provides support to parents and other caregivers by organizing events. Ever since, you know, COVID and the pandemic hit, the UCAN chapter, so Los Angeles and Salt Lake City in New York, all of our events have really just been virtual. So instead of creating programming for each chapter, we created it more for all of UCAN. So, for example, earlier this year, we had a clinical psychologist who shared some insights into the common caregiving challenges. This month, we'll have another guest speaker to help parents and caregivers just learn about guidelines for communicating with children around just a variety of complex topics, especially with, you know, a variety of the events that have happened within this last year. Sounds wonderful. I wish I was at Netflix when I had young kids. Are there uh, support groups for parents that are dealing with teenagers by chance? Can I participate? Yeah, we actually have a Slack channel. <laughs> okay, I might do that. 
As we've already touched on a few times, any conversation about working parents right now will inevitably land on the COVID-19 pandemic, which has forced many working parents to have to re-navigate how they approach things like childcare and work-home balance. Here again is Gina Rodriguez. I honestly don't think I could have survived through this whole experience without the support of my manager, my team, and then Netflix. They've, you know, provided so many resources and a lot of support for parents, which I I really appreciate. So I I talk about that a lot, how I feel very lucky that I was at Netflix when all of this happened. And here again is Ryan Burgess. Even just in the fact that we know that people are going to be remote now. That wasn't something that we were good at and we had to figure it out and how to be remote. And it's not going to just be easy that we're going to have some people hybrid where they're in an office and some people being remote. But I know for myself, who I don't I don't really like being remote, I already know that I'm going to be home more than I ever was in the past where I'm feeling more flexible that, hey, I get to spend more time with my child. That's awesome. I can cut out the commute that I have once in a while. I still want to go in the office some days, but I I already feel that I'm going to be flexible and it's going to make me a better parent as still being able to do my job. I also spoke with Alexandra Bora, a corporate events manager for Netflix based in the Amsterdam office. She joined Netflix about a year ago. Her kids are two and five, and she's found a culture that welcomes transparency about home life, which she appreciates. The entire year, I really feel like it's an okay topic to discuss with my manager and my team. And even though I still challenge, you know, I still struggle to sometimes set the right boundaries around evening calls and meetings. It's actually a very valid reason to say like, Hey, it's, you know, they're, they're screaming in, in the bath and I have to go down and drop the meeting. Being able to say that in a meeting <laughs> in the workplace is very new to me. And that's great. Everybody's brought their stories into our team meetings to, to say, you know, what their situation is. And we've been quite honest. People have had low times and high times. I had a time early this year when I didn't feel actually able to come to work at all and was given the grace of taking a few weeks to just sort of get back into balance, which was in the time when everything was shut, all child girls, all schools, um, all restaurants were everything for that matter, right? And just feeling that that was okay was very powerful. I was very nervous to say that I needed this time out and very relieved how easy it was indeed to to take it. So that's definitely been an important factor of, you know, why it's good to be here. (laughs) Why do you think traditional work culture is so antithetical to mentioning the lives we actually have outside of work? Like why, why is it unusual for us to say, I've got a kid that's screaming, I got to go, I'll be right back. What's, what happened? Like, why are we in that space? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very good question. I'm not sure I'm prepared to, you know, really dive into the philosophy here. You know, we all want to be seen as people who can perform at all times, right? Like not just here, but overall you grow up, you get a job and you, you know, it's going well, you're getting good at it and you don't want anything to be kind of your weakness, right? You don't want to have too many colds. You don't want to not be able to get to work because of a snowstorm. And, you know, you probably don't want to admit that actually you need to cook meatballs at 5 p.m. ideally. Somehow, you know, with the culture of always on and, you know, our devices pinging us at all times that there was a new email coming in, it's harder to set those boundaries. And I think this is completely regardless of whether you're a man or a woman. It's just kind of, you know, being a parent or caregiver means that you have some very 
intense responsibilities at specific times that you just cannot take a time off from. And I don't know when this happened, but I'm pretty sure that since we are so connected to multiple devices that remind us about work, even after the official work time is gone, it's harder to just get back into your private space. It seems like because of that always connectivity, we need to be really good about being clear when where availability is, is restricted. It seems like it, it kind of goes hand in hand. We have to be more transparent if we're available all the time in some ways. Exactly. It also seems interesting that if we normalize this for parents, families, it's going to benefit everybody, right? Because there's always time in people's lives where they need to go because of some reason. Yeah. And normalizing that it's okay to talk about your personal life just to say that you've got a, moments you need to be away seems kind of like a, a really good benefit to everybody. So while of course there are benefits that are custom to parents, right, which is like time off, maternity, paternity, those sort of things which are custom to that specific need, the fundamentals of being able to take the time off when you need it or the fundamentals of being able to shape your day the way you like to or the fundamentals of being able to when you have a crisis that you can hand the ball over to a colleague and step back uh, which is flexibility you need as a parent right someday your child's unwell or something happens all of a sudden but isn't limited just to you the same a benefit is accorded to somebody with an aging parent or somebody who with a spouse who has special needs or any of those realities. And therefore, then it's less imbalanced. So I choose to break away early because I'm a parent, but somebody else is taking an hour at lunch to go and do a workout. Somebody else is not starting early in the morning because they're not most effective at that time. They aren't a morning person. So everybody gets to rejig this in a way that works for them. And then there's much less judgment because we're all in this together. I want to thank my guests today, Shilpa Singh, Gina Rodriguez, Ryan Burgess, Elizabeth Sterling, and Alexandra Bora. And I want to thank all of my colleagues that make Netflix a supportive workplace for us working parents. Thanks. We Are Netflix is hosted by Lyle Troxel. He's a senior software engineer at Netflix. You can keep up with We Are Netflix on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. To learn more about careers at Netflix, go to jobs.netflix.com.